You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. by the Saints for a touchdown! It's your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good! We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! Well, hello, hello. Welcome Inside Black and Gold. Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. And Jeff, we have a special guest joining us today. Uh, we're going to talk to Eric Eager of Sumer Sports, formerly of Pro Football Focus. little research and development data we're going to get on the black and gold heading into the draft which is three weeks away wow i know yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna have more and more smoke screening and uh yeah we're gonna talk to eric about that we're also going to talk to him about the frequent arguments he gets in on the internet because i always appreciate a good internet argument um also if you're you're watching this see my, my souvenir nice they put it on the chairs. It was a, just a bag. Did you get any kind of like souvenir cups to bring home too or nah? No. No, but I did spend $28 on a, uh, a potato with brisket okay. and a beer. Which well, wise investment there with the, the, the potato and brisket, both good protein right there. It was very good. Like I need to people to understand that the food at Energy Stadium is immensely better than the food at the Superdome. And like I, I'm saying this more as like a personal challenge than anything else. Like, hey man, I agree, world, right? Guys, Center plate, whoever I think that's the the company that does it. It's like step your game up, y'all. Anyway, so we're not here to talk about the food at Energy Stadium, but we are going to talk about we're going to get into a mailbag in the third segment. So we're going to collect questions from viewers and, and answer those. I imagine a lot will be draft related, probably hand and hooker related. So we're going to get into that. Uh, but first, it sounds and and you know we'll, we'll have to see going forward. But it does sound like people are starting to come around slightly. On this idea that the Saints don't necessarily have to go in the tank to be a successful franchise. Isn't that wild? And here's what Peter Schrager had to say to Kyle Brandt and company on Good Morning Football about how the Saints have operated this season. I think the tone of it is nice because I was beginning to wonder if there was anyone out there who felt this way. I find the Saints really interesting also because this could have been a good time for them to rip the Band-Aid off, turn the page, and say, let's let's go into a rebuild. You know, a lot of those mm. veterans are aging right now, and you look at they don't have a first-round pick. They traded that away last year, and they went 7-10 to last year. So you're like, you know what? Let's just tear the whole thing down. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton's no longer here. Let's build it up with some new guys, and let's build for the future. 
They didn't do that. Like, they doubled down. They went and they gave Derek Carr, a veteran, a huge contract to come in. They wooed him. They courted him. They traveled to Indianapolis to meet with him. And they signed that deal immediately after the combine. And then they reworked contracts with, like, veterans. I'm talking Cam Jordan and Demario Davis and Tyron Matthew and, and Alvin Kamara and Lattimore. They reworked and restructured all these contracts where it was, no, let's not cut these guys. Let's bring them all back. Taysom Hill's coming back. Like, all of these guys are coming back. It was as if... Last year, okay, it didn't work. But what if we added a quarterback to all that core? Would it work? Um, It almost feels like what the Jets are doing in a way where it's, we've got this core and we're just a quarterback away. Mm. And that's what the Saints viewed it as. I look at Mickey Loomis, who's the general manager of the New Orleans Saints and has been there, was part of the group that hired Sean Payton way back when in 2004. And he's still the GM and he's still making moves. And like, I think he's looking at what you're looking at, Jason. And it's not just the quarterbacks. They're looking at teams that, all right, the Panthers have the first overall pick. The Falcons, they're in complete rebuild mode. The the Buccaneers are in this depressive state right now where it's either Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask, or whatever. We don't even know. We're coming up with Tom Brady. Yeah. I think the Saints general manager, Mickey Loomis, looked at it and said, I'm not rebuilding. I'm doubling, tripling down. And for that, I'll always take the veteran team over the question of unknowns. The Raiders, I just don't know what it is. Dennis Allen, one of the most low-profile coaches in the league by far. Take 30 seconds and Dennis decided about Dennis Allen. What is it? What is it? a defensive coach. They're saying we're going to have another shot. And Dennis Allen obviously had great success as a defensive coordinator in the league and then gets the head job and now has been bouncing around. But he's in New Orleans. That was their decision. There's no talk about him at all. No, it wasn't on the hot seat. They were like, he's our coach no matter what after last year. We looked at that coach's picture. I mean, yeah, who was it? There was nothing, you know? That's Jason McCourty, by the way. He's the third third guy voice in there. I can't remember who the host's name is. But. Yeah, I, I do wonder how much of this is Peter Schrager if he's still feeling bad about about misreporting that Sean Payton went and talked to the team ahead of that Raiders game and <laughs> not giving Dennis Allen any credit at all for his team going and shutting out the Raiders. And it's ironic because that is the team that the question he was answering was, do you feel more confident in what the Raiders are doing or what the Saints are doing? And he's very openly saying, yes, I would much prefer to see what the Saints are doing. And I do think it's like, I keep waiting for someone in NFL media to be like, no, tanking is not the answer to all of your problems. It's just the start of a whole new host of problems. And if you are in a position where you don't have to tank, not going that route is is not a mistake, right? Like so many teams that end up tanking get there because they don't have a choice. They don't have an option. They were bad to begin with. And the only option was, do we win five games or do we win two games? They were not in playoff contention. The Texans were not playoff caliber teams. The Bears were not a playoff caliber team, right? The Giants, the last five years before this season, they weren't openly tanking. They were just bad, right? Same with the Bengals. The Bengals weren't trying to lose to end up with Joe Burrow. They were just bad. So when you have a chance to be a competitive team, it's not a negative thing to go and do that. You you can say, well, they don't have a chance to win a Super Bowl, but what the hell does that even mean? If you get to the playoffs, you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. The hardest part is getting there, and once you get there, then you can figure that out. But I appreciate that people are com- starting to come at this, at least Peter Schrager is starting to come at this from a much more reasonable place where tanking is not this end-all, be-all of your existence in the NFL. No, I'm totally against it. Uh, I think, you know, you start breeding, you know, that losing kind of atmosphere and it just, it can't be a good thing. I was really uh, shocked how surprised Shrags was with that Taysom Hill's coming back. And I was like, 
<laughs> well, I mean, uh, was was he it ever said that as if there was any question? <laughs> I, I guess. Wait, was he thinking that Denver was going to trade for him since Sean Payton went there? I, that's that was the only thing I could think of. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think people are very confused with Taysom Hill and his contract. What it really is paying him too? Yeah, I mean, like I still think think he doesn't necessarily completely understand what the Saints are doing, but he's at least he's at least wrapped his arms around the concept. And I do think it's funny because in general, I don't think most people understand that Taysom Hill is not a quarterback anymore, right? They're just like, why is he there if he's not a quarterback? And it's like, well, go watch the game and you'll understand why he's there. But he's ta- he's looking at it almost like he's not the backup quarterback. Why are you paying him all this money? And anyway, it's it's kind of funny. But yeah, yeah, you I, I would think though a guy that dialed in with like Schrager would realize what you know that that utility piece that he is for this team. I just thought like with that either it was the salary that the Saints he thinks you know is is a big detriment to the Saints. Or the fact that for sure Sean Payton would be coming after the guy that he was calling, you know, Steve Young 2.0 for a while. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Unless you're sitting there watching the games to see how they're using him, I think it is easy to kind of miss the the finer points there of like, what? Why is he there if he's not playing quarterback? Well, he's he's a short yardage weapon. He can throw the ball. He makes it more difficult to defend you. And yeah, on its face, you look at the snaps and you look at the stats. It, it doesn't make a ton of sense. And that's why I think you got that kind of reaction. But either way, I, I, I appreciated that. I know you feel it too. There is something though different. When Taysom is on the field, it's almost like, you know, you hear people whispering. Everyone's curious what's going to happen because, oh, my God, is he going to throw the pass? Is he going to catch it? Is he going to run with it? It, He definitely brings a different type of energy to this offense when he is out there. And that's why I was hoping to see even more of him last year, even though, you know, he he obviously uh, had a huge part leading the team in uh, rushing touchdowns. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's even less about – know the fans doing that and it's then the other team is like they don't know what he's going to do and that's right. what makes it such an advantage anyway so we, we can move on from that but i did i just appreciate it like it's nice to see some national media at least you know it doesn't sound like he necessarily completely agrees with what they're doing and we're going to talk to eric eager and i don't think he necessarily completely agrees with what they're doing either but i think both of them are in at least a fair ballpark of like assessing it rather than just like karate chop no this is wrong you should be trading off all of your players and being bad like the Bucks are doing in the coming. I don't know how you, I can't remember how you phrase it. They're in a very dark place or a depressive place or something like that. But someone who's never in a dark, depressive place. We got to talk to Archie Manning. You got to talk to Archie Manning earlier this week at out at Manning's. And he had a really interesting clip about Derek Carr and what his opinions are of Derek Carr. And before we get into this, it's worth mentioning and reminding people that Archie Manning was one of the people who helped court Derek Carr to the Saints. He texted him almost immediately. Like he reached out to Derek Carr before Derek Carr reached out to him. And you know, when you're trying to when you're trying to woo a quarterback to come sign your city, it's not not too shabby to have the the Mannings on your on your pitch, is it? Yeah, definitely. You know, NFL legends. Uh, you want to say like the first family of football? Maybe I've heard before, which is pretty definitely amusing. Quarterback. It, it's it's unbelievable the legacy that is continuing now, even with Arch Manning going on, obviously. 
I like Derek. I, I, I liked him since he came in the league. If you remember, um, his older brother David. was the first pick yeah. in the draft. Team won very good in Houston. Didn't work out. I mean, they, they threw him in there. I'm not sure he was handled right. But he wound up being Eli's backup uh, right. in New York for a couple of years. Nice young man. He does a great job. A, a real handsome kid. He does a great job on NFL Network. But uh, I, I've watched Derek. I don't know Derek well. But, you know, Peyton, Peyton is good friends with John Gruden, and he's been to Oakland practices. With, uh, Gruden had Peyton to practice a few years ago when Derek was a young player. He liked him right off the bat. Uh, he spent some more time with him this year when he and Eli coached the Pro Bowl. And even though it was flag, <laughs> flag ball, that was Derek's, uh, you know, well, he, I guess you'd say, kind of his swan song as a, as a, as a Raider. Um, good guy. Really, really good guy. This town, the people, the fans, you're going to like Derek Carr. You're gonna like Derek Carr. He's uh, he just he wears that hat as a quarterback. He's been around. He's done. He's experienced now. Um, he's probably he's gonna have a. You know, we had a we had a great quarterback here that I always thought played with a chip on his shoulder, and uh, I, I always felt like Drew played with a chip. But just cause I, I met Drew Brees when he was a senior uh, in high school. I spoke at a banquet in Austin, Texas, and I was just talking to him, and I asked him. I said, Well. Where are you going? And he said, well, I think maybe Purdue. And I kind of wanted to say, well, why aren't you going to Texas or why aren't you going to Texas right. A&M? And I think I'm glad the answer was because they didn't want him. And so I thought, I've always thought he played with a chip. And I, I think Derek's going to be playing with a little chip. I mean, he was a franchise guy for the Raiders, and all of a sudden they decided they got a new coach in there, and this guy says he doesn't want him. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good, solid quarterback for us. Good, good person, good leader. Uh, he, he, he checks the boxes. I think that's a really good point in that, like, you're not just getting Derek Carr. You are getting motivated Derek Carr. And it's like the LSU didn't just get Joe Burrow. They got, oh, you don't think I can do this, Joe Burrow? Like, LSU didn't just get Angel Reese. They got, oh, Joe Biden doesn't think I can do this, Angel Reese. The Patriots didn't just get Tom Brady. They got, oh, you don't think I'm worthy of a top five round pick, Tom Brady? And, like, you see that type of reaction from players. And it is a difference. Like you, when you are motivated, it does change the dynamic a little bit. And if, if Derek Carr is going to be able to show up and be something different than he was it, with the Raiders, I think that's a big part of it. And definitely one of the first things he mentioned too is uh, Derek Carr was the fact that he's well aware where the Super Bowl is this year. And he wants nothing more than to bring this Saints team to Las Vegas to play in it. I didn't realize it was in Las Vegas, so he knows more than I do. Um, <laughs> Vegas, baby. I will be in Vegas next week. Hmm. What, That's it. We, That's all I got to say. That's why I have a haircut. <laughs> there you go, right? That's why I look so well kept. Yeah, everyone's like, who are these? Who's this guy over here now? Yeah, I have my hair hasn't been this short in, in like months and months and months. It, I felt bad for the person cutting it because it was like it was like shearing a shearing a lamb. That's okay. I'm sure that she had one of those like it's like a suction vacuum thing right next to it. The, the chairs usually. Uh, they did. They have one of those things where you like sweep the hair into it and it just goes right. like a shredder. Anyway, yeah. So shout out to to Danny over at the Rooster Club. She does a good job. Check it out. Anyway, so that's I think that's it. I mean, I I think Archie. I always loved listening to Archie. He has great stories. One of the reasons I know that Sean Payton had been angling to leave for multiple years before he left was because Archie told us that, <laughs> you know, he's got so much, 
just so much <laughs> institutional knowledge of things of the game of football in New Orleans that just you you know listening to him is just like you just want to be a sponge. You know, it just has all of it. It's just pretty amazing, obviously, what he's been able to accomplish on the field, off of it with the passing academy and the amount of talent that comes through there is, you know, absolutely unbelievable when you look at, you know, the big names. And it's just a, a good a good venue for that display of talent. And the fact that it's right here, it's pretty cool. I mean, I remember my first time getting to go there and it was like, you're in the presence of this quarterback legends right off the bat of Archie Manning, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. And it's just, you know, the amount of QB swag right there is unbelievable. I mean, the, in the, in the quarterbacks, you're, you're there rubbing shoulders with Bryce Young and, and Joe Burrow yeah. and all these guys. The reason I know Bryce Young was not six feet tall was because I stood next to him at the Manning Passing Academy <laughs> in Nickel State. I'm like, I'm six feet tall. You are not as tall as me, sir. And I'm barely six feet tall. I'm six feet in shoes. I'm more like 5'11 and three quarters. So I'm looking down at Bryce Young. He's 5'10 at best. Anyway. No, it's a really cool event. If you've never been there, I don't know. Is it open to just people to go show up? I guess it is, huh? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have what one or two days where the folks, go uh, yeah, that people can attend kind of a thing. I know last it's year an expensive when, camp to attend, yes. but always sold out. Oh, yeah. And la last year when I was there, I remember they had a dunk tank and all the players were really excited because they were going to get to dunk Eli, but he never showed up. I think he, he was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. And he left. And then everyone was like, what the hell? Why didn't he show? Anyway, they didn't get the dunk Eli, but they got to dunk their coaches and stuff, their counselors. So that's, that's oh, always like, come on. We need, we need to get one of the Mannings in there for sure. Right. Well, speaking speaking of greatness, we're going to be coming back with uh, – that's a big that's a big intro. Maybe I should be coming down. We're going to come back with Eric Eager, v Eric Eager, VP of Research and Development at Sumer Sports. Got a lot of great insight. He's the stat guy. And you can check him out on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore. We're going to be coming back with that interview. And then we'll go into a live mailbag to close out the show. Keep it locked on Inside Black and Go. Go.